BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hello to my visual viewers. Um, so... I forgot to press record on the camera until about halfway through. So you're going to see a fun little improvement in quality. It's just a little nod uh, on episode 101 to show how far we've come (laughs) or something. Enjoy the show. Turn off your f***ing cell phone. And we're live. And we are. Are we? We're live. Are we? We're live. I need. I think I need to get my f***ing eyes checked. Oopsies. Sorry, Justin. There's already a bleep. Hey, everybody. What's <laughs> up? And welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Did y'all watching see the new visuals? And oh my god, if you're listening too. <laughs> wow. I didn't mean to cough. Um, <laughs> I guess I should preface this episode with not uno, but dos things. Um, one, it is 9.30 p.m. Um, and two, I forgot we were filming this and just kind of kept going on with my day the way I normally would. So, um, hmm. I'm elevated, you know, personally and spiritually. It happened and (laughs) finally (laughs) it happened to me. (laughs) Oh dear. Is this going to be our new vibe is filming at 930? Because I hope not. Anyways, before we get into the episode, please subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get podcasts. We upload the video episodes up on youtube.com slash Chris. Be sure to leave a five-star review and rate and tell some friends and follow Unhinged Clips. Sorry, I got really lost in the sauce with that one. Um, But yeah, uh, leave a review. We read, pick our favorite ones and read them some episodes. So don't miss out. I don't know. That was like the least um exciting thing but okay so i feel like in the past and we all know the little chunk of time i'm talking about (laughs) i'm gonna say it and y'all are gonna be like so true there was a time where just like every episode i was on death's door depressed and i figured so many people (laughs) were like chris enough go to therapy i was like guys i am um but i figured i should tell y'all that I'm doing fucking great right now. Like, can we hear an amen for that? Woo-hoo. Yeehaw. 
Okay. There, oh, Jake, you got lights. That's so exciting. I'm lit. I thought I was a new bitch. You're a whole, <laughs> you're lit, girl. No, I'm lit. <laughs> um, but oh my god, this today was my fourth day in a row working out. Not me, like not even a weekend. Like already bragging about the consistency. Um, but I'm like really proud of it. I've been waking up every morning and working out. And I've just, now that I'm home, been really cleaning my house. Like, I have no shoes on my closet floor anymore. I don't think people understand how much I'm in need of a Nobel Prize. I mean, it's <laughs> it's crazy. I just have been, like, doing my skincare. I've been eating so healthy. I've been cooking, like, soup season, bitch. Woo! Fuck me. Wear up. Oh, my God. I love soup. I made... When I was a kid, we made this thing called hamburger soup. Well, I didn't make it. My mom did. And it was like, I just remember it being like, and it still is kind of outrageous to me. I just remember V8 juice being in it. But like, I guess if that that makes sense, because it's a bunch of vegetables. Um, and it was like hamburger meat or like beef, uh, ground beef, beans, uh, like other in sh- it, like a tomato broth kind of thing. And so I was like, fuck mom or I always feel weird saying fuck mom, but <laughs> I was like, fuck mom, we need to like make this. And so we were planning on having dinner together and she came over, we went grocery shopping. It's just so nice being home and having structure. We also, oh my God, Justin, I was FaceTiming you about this, but you never f-ing picked up. You left me high and dry when I was filming my little cocktails Halloween cocktails video, I brought up one of the new lights and it lit the room just perfectly. I just need to shout out just, oh my God, I need to stop say, like using that as an adjective or whatever. I need to shout out Justin. He is helping me build out the rest of this studio and we're going to get it to the point where maybe I'll even have a desk so that if someone like comes and stays with me or just like comes to Delaware to be on the podcast, they can sit in this chair and then I can sit at the desk. But like, oh my God, I'm going to finish like out the rest of this. We're going to have, we have three fucking cameras now. Not like now, now, but like I'm staring at them. The lenses come tomorrow. Justin, this is all just so exciting. And Justin's been helping me and we got these fucking $1,800 lights. I got two of them. Guys, this shit is not cheap. People are like... I'm so jealous of your job. And like, yeah, there's definitely perks, but like, <laughs> yeah, I definitely have to pay for everything. It's really, whew. Um, but I'm so excited. So I used one of those lights in the cocktail video and I almost burst into tears with just how gorgeous it was. And Justin, I just, you, mm, I love you. They shine with the intensity of a thousand suns. No, they really are bright. It's uh cuckoo crazy, but this room is gonna be lit up just mwah, gorgeous. What is is this new the 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 leaves that you have in this cute fall background? Yeah, I put some fall leaves. Um I was a little stony baloney in Target. <laughs> and so I was like, this is when I'm gonna buy all my Halloween decorations. I did like a whole smoke and tell on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Chris Clemens, if you, that's your vibe. Um, and so I saw this garland, and I was like, yeah, that's an easy thing to build into a set. So it was a garland, and then I was trying to fit it into the vase that we had here. But I was going to like make it branch vibes, but then when I saw it through the camera, it literally... I mean, 
it just looked like fire. Like, and not in like the, whoa, that's fire. Like, it was, it just looked like a dumpster <laughs> fire. So I brought this bowl that I had of these like hands holding a bowl of pumpkins. And I thought it was cute, but I didn't realize that it literally like matches the wall. <gasps> that's another thing. I went to a f- orchard. Oh, oh my God. I could just talk all day about how much I love life. Soak it up, people. Who knows how long this will last, but we're hoping for the best. Um, now, before we get into voicemails, because I want to hear f- from some of y'all, because these are the voicemails from the live show, which, oh my God, I'm so glad that, by the way, you guys are finally able to watch that. If you missed the 100th episode live show, you done f***ed up. That's like the best episode. But we're going to be answering some of those voicemails today. However... um. We have to give the uh, prompt for next time, which is I want you to call in to 310-844-6459 and hit us with your craziest horror story. It can be as metaphorical. Some of y'all are funny. Some of you are not, I should emphasize. Don't try and be. Just tell a real horror story in that case, you know? And so, yeah, 310-844-6459. And let's get into these. These are just, I think, like the juiciest rumor or something, I'm pretty sure. But uh, hit it. Hit it, DJ. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Yes, I'm just... Shut up. That's my dog. I No, don't shut up. I love you. Okay, anyway, I have to disguise my voice because I don't want anyone to know who I am. Again, all right, I'm watching your show, your live show, and you were okay. asking about uh, juicy gossip that's going on. I have been informed that Lizzo is about to be sued yet again for another reason. I don't know if she has been. It's not those three dancers, but it's the other person. She's going to get sued yet again. Um, and, um, I just had to disguise my voice. Um, I don't. I, I could be wrong, but that's what <laughs> I heard from reliable sources. Okay, thank you. Don't tell anyone where state I'm from if you can see it. Okay, bye bye. Love you. Seriously, you're great. Love you. Bye. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, this was a really bad episode to do the pre gaming I did. what just happened i feel like president snow just talked to me and like was like bitch you're going to the hunger games what that was a performance artwork like that was performance art i'm gonna take a cheers for our cheers gloves early because that was wonderful did we just get an exclusive that lizzo's getting sued i think so possibly Everybody, if it happens again, we called it here first on Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Please rate and review us. That was juicy gossip for sure. I honestly was questioning if I partook in the same activities and called in and discuss- <laughs> like I'm like this could be so me. Oh, but we heard the person's voice at the end. That was really interesting. Do we think that was just fake? I believe it. The rumor or the voicemail or this life. All three. (laughs) Honestly, now that you bring it up, all f***ing three. Wow. Okay, we're going to just keep moving right along because Justin informed me that Craigslist is a Petri dish of unhinged land. There are a lot of casual encounters or free stuff, and he has compiled them in a little doc, and I 
just made probably the grossest noise because I like had a very saliva e swallow, but mm, that's what she said. Um, okay, the first one up is f- titled Free Cream Cheese Highland Park. The description <laughs> Free Cream Cheese. <laughs> it all sounds, I mean, as normal as it gets. The last sentence about 10 pounds. <laughs> now that's a good deal. Did they jump a grocery truck? Like, what? And also, like, at what, like, how much more cream cheese do they have that they just can't fit the 10 pounds else? Oh, yeah. This is just the extra. <laughs> yeah. This is the bulk. This is bulking season. Um, next up, we have Parrot Cage Like New in Carson. <laughs> Don't use in garage pickup only. Justin, do you want to explain that one? I think that's just one of those pieces of like wise advice. It's like, do not put the bird cage in the garage. Oh, okay. So that's like your live, laugh, love. Yeah. It's a haiku. Oh, uh, okay. We're, yep. Okay. It's concerning that it's like new. No, it's definitely crazy. Okay. Tony Hawk Pro Skating 1 video game plus signed. $45, Los Feliz. Fel- Los Feliz. Wait, Los? Los Feliz, but we say Los Feliz in LA. I, to prove that I'm a giant piece of garbage, I've been watch- I watched Selling Sunset to fall asleep because like you literally don't need to watch. You know, It's just like a bright light and like noise. And they just did a thing where they were like, we're going to Los Feliz? Los Feliz. And that was what I watched last night just before my eyes closed. Um, so yeah, this is an ideal for me. Anyways, uh, sorry for the misleading titles. I'm not actually selling my signed copy of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this. Just wanting, just wanted to tell you how f***ing good I am at this game. <laughs> so here is my proposal. Come over to my house, beat my high score, and the game is yours. Please be aware that I am damn near pro level at this game, and the chances of you beating my high score are slim to none. Next paragraph. I did try to sell this signed copy of Tony Hawk Pro Skater in Chicago about a year ago, and no one even came close (laughs) to beating my high score. Parentheses, you've been warned. Next paragraph. Hell, if you beat my high score, I'll also sign the video game cartridge. (laughs) (laughs) Serious inquiries only. I'm not looking to stomp out noobs. It's moments like these where I really thank Albert Einstein for creating the internet. Like, that that really... mm, That makes me happy it's in existence. Oh, next up we have Missed Connections. Which I did used to look at these, but I didn't think they still had these. Um, they got rid of like the hookups. Oh, maybe that's what I was looking for, horny one day. Yeah. All right, this first one. <laughs> okay. It's titled, You Were in a Towel, Norwalk. I was delivering your jack-in-the-box meal. Once you opened the door, you were wrapped around with a towel you had just come out of the shower. Wish you purposely dropped the towel or invited me in. So... I'm going to give this person a piece of advice. Just get it to... Oh, my God. I'm not recording. (laughs) (gasps) No. On the video camera. Oh, my God. I'm not recording. Well, let's go fix that. (laughs) Well, guys... (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
I was about to give someone a piece of advice and I didn't hit record on my own damn camera. Wow, you guys are getting a very interesting shot on off my <laughs> MacBook and I don't know what it is, but oh my God, that is mortifying. I was about to give this person a piece of advice and say get a Tumblr, but I need to get my life together. Jesus Christ. I See, I got too, too full of myself at the beginning of this. Way too motherfucking full of myself. I am what livid. Oh, I had so many good sound bites. Bitch, I'm pissed. <laughs> oh. that really burns that really 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 burns oh. <laughs> moving on looking for a woman's brown eye to film los angeles this is so los angeles my god this the heart of entertainment <laughs> oh dear well, you know what? I feel like this little happy accident, to quote Bob Ross, was like on par with just the energy we're coming in with today. Anyways, <laughs> just like the title says, nothing physical, I come over. You show me your brown eye. They keep saying brown dash eye. I film it and leave. Age, race, and body type, not important. Interested? Send non-brown eye pic of yourself for details. Non? Non-brown eye pic. Wait, what? The brown eye is a butthole. I was going to ask, does this mean butt? Yeah. Oh, I totally misunderstood. Yeah, the brown eye is the heart of the butt. Oh, I... Okay, well, not all of us live in the gutter, Justin. <laughs> I am the king of the gutter. <laughs> Our gutter king. Okay, last one we have. <laughs> Attention moms. La Cienega and 18th. I used to have a few moms bring me their wet diapers instead of tossing them out. I would love to start that up again. And just like that, we're done. That... Okay, Justin, I might have to start doing... <laughs> I, or Sam, we might... I, we're going to need to get Justin a babysitter is, I think, what... <laughs> we're getting to let's yeah let's hear from one of you guys i have just heard too much seen too much read too what's much. up chris i'm watching your 100th podcast ah! live whatever you did fantastic but oh, um you asked for the biggest piece of drama that i'm sitting on or gossip or whatever um the biggest piece of drama i'm sitting on right now is that i'm getting ready to go to a party in which my ex is going to be at and his friends but his friend likes this girl, but this girl talking to my ex. But to get back to my ex, I'm going to talk to the friend who likes the girl, and it's just one big triangle of the four of us just flirting with each other to avoid flirting, to avoid our exes. And it's great. It's great. It's great. Like, this, my ex was talking to this girl while we were dating, and then, um, yeah, and then this kid that I'm going to talk to tonight likes this girl and is jealous of my ex because my ex, like the girl and then so I'm going to flirt with the guy to get back to my ex let me know if you understood that thank you very much have a great day love you all <laughs> okay and that was today's edition of girl math um <laughs> I hate to inform you um speaking of math that four people would make in fact a love square not a love triangle but I digress wow I um that was like advanced girl math that I didn't follow, but it sounds like a plan and I love a plan. So 
Did anybody understand that? Like, I really needed a whiteboard and an Adderall for that. Why don't they just become like a quadruple? Yeah, just make a thruple. But, oh, that's why I said quadruple. Okay, Latin is so fascinating. <laughs> oh, there, dear. There's some angle of trying to make one of them jealous, though. That's why they can't all come together, because that defeats the purpose of the... Grow up and just suck each other off. I mean, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Life's too short. Um, Halloween's coming up. Speaking of coming, um, Halloween is coming <laughs> up, and... I don't have any costume ideas and I get really stressed because two years ago I had a really stellar Halloween and I just mean that like literally little old me got a hundred thousand likes plus on every single costume and that to me felt epic (laughs) to be just perfectly shallow for a quick minute but I don't know what to be this year and here's the thing I don't really want to be anything like There's some Halloweens where I just love the vibes, and there's some Halloweens where I love to get dressed up. I really am just into the vibes this year. Like, I went to an orchard and bought pumpkins, and, like, they're just so gorgeous, and it wasn't, like, L.A. prices. Oh, my God, it was... I was like, all of this for that? No, you're joking. Did I win a lottery? Anyways, yeah, so I don't really know. I do have an idea of being shaggy, and Scooby and like, but but dressing Bugger up as like airplane Scooby, like when he's going in like disguised to get on the airplane to go to Spooky Island. I mean, you guys are what on your phones? Wake up and learn about Spooky Island. Come on, I'm writing down costume ideas. What is happening? The disrespect. I'm giving a full on <laughs> dissertation. Fine, if we don't care, I don't care either. Let's play the next voicemail. No, I was writing down no, costume ideas. Oh, yeah, theme. yeah, yeah. Now we all care about Spooky <laughs> Island. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this podcast, guys. I don't know why I was thinking of you as Groot and and Booger as Rocket. I have no idea why that came to my head. So I'm going to need a breakdown of not only one, but both of those. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. I think if you were Groot, he's like a tall tree... And then Rocket is a... Uh, oh, I think I have that skin on Fortnite. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there, there we go. I kind of think Booger is Rocket and you as Groot would be awesome. Is Rocket a dog? Uh, Rocket is a raccoon that I think was experimented on. I don't want Booger to go through that. She's been through enough. <laughs> but Groot, Groot was played by Vin Diesel, right? Yeah. Okay, that alone, I'm okay. The only Vin Diesel movie I support is uh, The Pacifier. I just wrote down for costume ideas... Uh, Vin Diesel jeans. Okay, so I should go bald and then just wear the Diesel jeans I have. Wait, you're kind of iconic for that. You really, you really did your thing with that, huh? And then I wrote um like a classic bed sheet ghost, but with the butt assless. So like the whole back is like a hospital gown. <laughs> so isn't that just like a hospital gown? Gown? Gown. <laughs> yeah, but then you cut out the eyes. Oh, oh my god. So true. Okay, that one's... I don't know where that one falls. And then I wrote, big bushel of grapes. <laughs> so we're going to pretend that one didn't come out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> But I really appreciate that effort and energy. 
No, but Chris, I know what you mean with like certain years where it's kind of, it reminds me of like with your birthday where sometimes you want to go really big and sometimes it's like, I don't care about my birthday this year that maybe you're having a Halloween experience like that. (gasps) Which by the way, guys, we're doing, if all goes according to plan, according to you. Um, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Um, I am going to do a 30th birthday episode live from my birthday and i we yeah we're gonna figure that out but oh, that's yes, the goal so stay that. tuned for yeah <laughs> i was like we talked to someone about this <laughs> um yeah speaking of going hard but yeah i just this halloween i'm really into just also i've just not been home so like now that i'm home for like ever i'm just like really leaning in oh my god i got my house all decorated for Halloween, there's just like pumpkins and oh, it's so nice to see orange just for like a small amount of time, you know? It's like some pops of color anyways. I feel like I could turn into like a QVC talk real f***ing quick. So let's hear another voicemail. Voicemail. This is my first time calling in. Um, so your prompt your for the latest show was to um, give some information that you're just sitting on. And well... <laughs> To give you a little bit of background before I drop this bombshell on you, my parents have been married for over 30 years. They're oh, no. um, conservative, they're from the South, and to make a long story short, you're going to be asking a lot of questions after this, but um, my mom is in an emotional affair with their church pastor's daughter, who is um, half her age. <laughs> so I'm sure there's a lot of questions about that. I'll leave you to speculate because I do not want to get exposed, but hope you're having a great day. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to ask this prompt a lot more moving forward because, wow, I'm living. So your mom has been married for over 30 years, conservative in the South, is having an emotional affair with their pastor's daughter. So it's a woman-on-woman relationship but it's emotional. So what does that mean? So like, do they just like, isn't that just called best friends? (laughs) I also love that this caller um, was just like, you're going to have so many questions. (laughs) I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. I really love that kind of preface. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just, it's always the people closest to the pastors. I'm telling you, (laughs) Um, Justin, Justin, you're really getting so many shout outs this episode, but he alerted me of this thing called Reddit No Sleep. That was Sam. I love that my podcast. Yeah. Oh, that was Sam? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not okay. going to lie. I was really out of it during that meeting today. <laughs> um, okay. So, so sorry, Justin. I'm taking one of your shout outs and I'm giving it to Sam. Um, Sam told me about this thing called Reddit No Sleep. And I love that my podcast career is just forcing me to learn about reddit i've learned so much more in red like in reddit class during this podcast than i have ever granted i've never attempted this much but anyways there's this thing called reddit no sleep and it's apparently just really scary stories it's like that one book did i buy this and do this for a past halloween episode that was like spooky story books that we've definitely talked about it okay yeah it feels like the 2023 version of that And like as an adult. So I don't know. This one was like the top hottest 
what I just learned you can filter through that. So those are the only words I learned today. But um, okay, it's called My Wife's Obsession with a Painting is Ruining Our Lives. <sighs> I'm kind of scared. <laughs> Not me scared. My wife, Samira, had been working in art restoration for years and was finally promoted to the head of her department. She's always been a talented artist, and the science behind it was an added bonus in her mind. I was so incredibly proud it was her dream job. At first. For that first year, she was ecstatic. Even when she worked 60 hours a week, even as she was restoring famous pieces of art or pieces so old that any mistake or misinterpretation would be quite literally destroying history, end quote. Her words, not mine. She was truly happy. During her career, we developed a tradition. I'd meet her at the museum for lunch, and she'd gush about her work. If she could safely take a picture, no flash, of course, she assured me, of what she was working on, she'd proudly show me. But a month ago, something changed. I first noticed it in eyes as we were eating dinner. She stared off into the distance, an unreadable expression on her face. She looked more exhausted than I'd seen her in a long time. So, what are you working on? I tried to break the silence. Usually, she volunteered the information freely and with excitement, but she had been quiet on this piece, almost avoidant. You may have heard of this one, her face finally lit up, blind portrait. I shook my head, asked if she could show me. For the first time, she told me no, but maybe I'd recognize it when she was done with it. You're going to love it when you see it, she replied slyly. It wasn't one of their pieces, she informed me. It was from another prestigious museum, and she was assisting with the restoration after their own team had tried but couldn't finish it. Not the way it deserved, she added. They'd failed. <laughs> okay, babe, calm down. The way she described the piece was with so much affection, I could see why she was pouring so many hours into it. But not long after, she began to change. Her already grueling hours transitioned into her practically living at the museum. When I went to meet her there for lunch, she'd ignore me, sequester herself in the lab instead until I gave up and went back to work. Days would pass without me seeing her, but in the instances I did, I could tell something was eating away at her. She looked exhausted. Her once beautiful hazel eyes had been the color of honey with flecks of green, blues, and browns. They were the first thing I'd noticed about her when I met her. They began to look duller and bloodshot, almost as if they were receding into her head. They were ringed with dark circles, and I could have sworn she was even losing hair over it. Over the next week, I must have asked her how she was doing a thousand times because she seemed to always have panic written on her face, but she never answered. Eventually, she confided in me the source of her stress. They say I'm not moving fast enough. I'm not putting enough into it. It's never enough. She looked at me, her eyes red but tearless, as if she'd already been crying for hours and had nothing left. It needs to be ready. It needs to be seen. But I'm running out of supplies, she added after studying me for a long moment in a way that made me feel oddly uncomfortable. I was incredibly pissed off with her employer on her behalf. Samira has always been one of the hardest workers I've ever known. I'm not saying that because she's my wife either. She puts her all into every single piece of art she restores, and I'd never heard of them trying to rush her to that extent before. The next morning, I woke up covered in a series of small but deep cuts. The sheets dotted with dried, sticky blood 
a small but clear bloody handprint on the bedroom door. Not long after, she brought it home, something I knew she was not allowed to do. I'd learned enough from her years on the job to know that depending on the medium, the pieces were only supposed to be exposed to certain kinds of lights, environments, and temperatures. She had always treated the art she worked on with so much love and respect, so when I saw her walking to our old and dirty shed with it clutched to her chest, wrapped in a filthy-looking sheet, I knew something was very wrong. The next afternoon, I got off work early. I'd hoped to have serious conversation with her that night, figured I'd do some projects around the house while I planned out what I was going to say. I turned on the garage light and jumped. She was standing there in the dark, motionless, even though she said she'd been at work. Babe, you feeling okay? Did you come home sick? Where's the saw? She spoke as if she hadn't heard me. Her voice strained, almost like she'd been screaming for hours on end. If I hadn't seen her speak the words, I would have never guessed that sound could have ever come out of her mouth. I was surprised that my thoughts of some sort of intervention were forgotten. Which one? She stared down at her hand in silence for a long moment, flexed her fingers. Circular, she rasped. Do you want help? She cradled the saw in her arms, turned, and left without answering me. She was down there all day, and I could hear the blade whirring as it struggled to cut through some hard material, even from the house. She finally made an appearance at dinner that evening, but she was pale and walked in swaying steps, her right hand bundled in thick bandages. I felt sick and guilty at the sight of blood straining through it. She refused to let me see her injury and screamed violently at me when I told her we need to go to the ER. <clears throat> okay, this is way longer than I thought. That's longer than, than Drake's poetry book. That's. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I'm misinvested. Like, okay, speed up the plot. Like, the painting's haunting her. I'm not one to meddle in her work life, but I'd reached my breaking point. I decided I needed to talk to her boss, Leslie. She and Samir had worked together for so long that we knew her pretty well. We even had dinner with her and her family a few times. So I drove up to the museum and I asked for her. I wasn't sure what I expected when I went up there. A heated argument? A confrontation? But the moment she saw me, she pulled me into an awkward hug. Alan, I'm so sorry. We had to suspend her. How was she? We were hoping she'd get some help. The confusion I felt must have been written on my face because her expression changed to match my own. She didn't tell you? I just shook my head dumbly, thoroughly thrown off by the chain of events. Samira, she spent every moment working on that horrible painting. We're not even sure where it came from. It isn't one of ours. She said it was from some other museum that you were helping out. I attempted to pronounce it a few times before giving up. She frowned. No, we aren't partnered with anyone right now. We've got too much of our own work to take on anyone else's. That's why we had to put her on leave. Yes, she was neglecting her work here, but it was the effect that it had on her that worried us. That piece, it was disgusting. I don't say this often, but that was an art. Art? Well, art has a soul. Something to give you. That piece had nothing to give. It only wanted to take. Suddenly, I'm invested. (laughs) I drove home, angry and dumbfounded that my normally honest-to-a-fault wife had been lying to me for weeks. I called out gently for Samira, but she wasn't in the house. I approached our storage shed, turned workshop to check on her, but she wasn't there either. I approached the painting... She had made no effort to hide what she was doing. It was like she didn't even think it was wrong. Where do I even begin? The painting itself was an atrocity. I'd looked up blind portraits since she refused to show me. After her concerning behavior, I felt I needed to know what it was that she was working on. I didn't find any one specific piece with that name. Instead, that a blind portrait was exactly what it sounded like. 
one drawn without the artist looking, maybe as a creative exercise or to practice fundamentals. But no. The painting my wife was working on was immaculate. Someone had clearly crafted it with their full vision and attention. It was exquisitely drawn to the smallest of details. I'm no expert, but the smoothness, the way colors were blended, the detail of the clothing and hair against a backdrop of swirling reds, it was captivating. I'm no expert, but felt like it would have been a masterpiece if it hadn't been so goddamn disturbing. The subject, a woman, was beautiful, or rather she would have been if the flesh above her exposed teeth wasn't torn in such a way that it almost resembled a playful curling of the upper lip. The teeth, the top row since the bottom jaw was gone, a stark white against the background that were so detailed, so realistic, roots and all, that they looked like I could reach out and touch them. I realized why the portrait was called Blind. The young woman, she had no eyes, rather just dark holes in her skull where they should have been the twin streams of blood and damage to the delicate skin around them that the artist focused on in painstaking detail suggested they had been there at some point, though. The longer I stared, the more I felt tempted to reach out and touch it, to complete it. I felt myself striding towards it, clawing at my skin, reaching for my eyes. She'd looked so incredible with a pair of her own. What finally snapped me out of it was when I got close enough for the smell to hit me. It was so overpowering that my eyes began watering profusely, breaking my eye contact with it. I couldn't help but gag when I realized exactly how Samira had been restoring it. The reds of the background behind the woman, they held the odor of copper and faint decay of old blood with paint. Long bits of white bone with cut marks had been haphazardly added to fill the missing portions of the frame. The teeth... There was a reason they'd look so realistic. Exposed roots placed lovingly, completing where the woman's should have been. Samira had flashed me an odd but otherwise perfect smile just the night before. I wonder how many others had tried restoring the painting. What exactly she had meant when she said they failed. Leslie's words about the painting only taking were fresh in my mind. I waited for Samira for hours that night. I eventually heard her come in and the sound of our ancient sofa protest as she fell into it. Babe, I whispered cautiously, we need to talk. She ignored me, her back turned, and eventually I headed back upstairs. I should have never left her. I should have never... I should have tried harder to get her help. She was gone again in the morning. I searched for her in the house before finally finding her standing in a shadowy corner of the dark shed. She was painting what appeared to be crudely drawn, swirling faces with her fingers, Even in the scant light, I could tell what medium she was using to paint with. I tried to go to her. Clearly, something was very wrong and she needed my help. But mid-step, I found myself turning to approach the painting instead. As much as I hated it, as much as it sickened me, I couldn't get it out of my mind ever since I'd seen it. I needed to see it. I needed to complete it. I choked back. I sobbed when I moved back the fabric covering it. I still hate myself for the fleeting pang of jealousy that I felt. It was finished. There was a new addition since the last time I'd seen it. A perfect pair of hazel eyes. (laughs) Are they the ones on Craigslist? (laughs) 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 Wow, that was a lot. That was just like a lot. That was just a lot. Was that real? (laughs) No, that's of course not real. That's psychotic. (laughs) Me thinking that's real. I mean, this is how stupid I am. (laughs) I 
am so tired from talking. That felt... I feel like I just gave four back-to-back graduation speeches. I am exhausted. Can we play a voicemail? Yeah. Hi, Chris. Um, So the prompt for this week was, what is the juiciest rumor or gossip that I'm sitting on? And this Uh is a rumor that my mom told me because it's not confirmed. Like, there's no paternity test or DNA test. But apparently, now that I'm, like, older and in my 20s, my parents feel comfortable telling me what the gossip is in the family. And uh, there's a rumor that my dad had another child while he was having an affair and like she named the kid after my dad and everything and I just um so that's what I'm sitting on I don't know if it's true it's it's apparent we don't know if that's actually his kid but uh I might have a sibling out there so that's cool I guess I don't know Uh uh-huh so totally okay so it definitely i got the vibe that you were still processing it leaving that voicemail so the dad is having an had an affair and named the child after wait what i feel like i just read one of these no sleep things i think the mom named the child after the father what (laughs) i think the person he was having the affair with the mother of the child named the child after the father Oh, oh my God, the other mother. Yes. The brother's other mother. Yep. Oh, that is gossip. No sleep. Another club. Another club. No sleep. Airplane. No sleep. Bus. (laughs) Anyway, speaking of bus, I'm about to get on the bus, uh, the bus to bed. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And before we go, though, I have to do our little send-off toast. We have a YouTube comment and a little review (laughs) from iTunes podcast or whatever. iTunes, oh my God. I don't think people have called it iTunes in years. The first toast is a review on Apple Podcast called The Perfect Watch When You're Baked and Snacky. Am I baked? Yes. Am I (laughs) snacky? Yes. It takes a certain kind of pod to satisfy me when I'm just trying to veg and bake and snack. <laughs> this one definitely makes the list. XOXO, love you, Chris and team. I am baked and I am snacky, baby. Is that spray paint, Justin? Yeah. And a spray bottle. I'm thirsty. We don't have drinks. <laughs> don't fucking say yeah as if that's the craziest thing I fucking ask. Wait, Chris, what was the name of that person who left that one? Does it have the name? Oh, yeah. Um... Gabby Ghoul. Gabby Ghoul. They're snacky. And they gave us five stars. Thank you so much. Keep on being baked and snacky, baby. Thanks, Gabby. Now, the comment from the video episode on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Chris, is from Devin1003. Congrats, side note. I can't stop thinking about how you all legit look so much alike. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Could be all children of Jake, lol. I saw that one. (laughs) There is not anything LOL about that. Thank you, Daddy Jake. (laughs) Daddy Jake. (laughs) Okay, kids, go to bed. (laughs) Go to bed. That's the goal. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens. 101, baby. 101 Dalmatians. I really should have dressed up as Corella DeVille. 
Maybe when we do 1,000 and... No, God, hopefully we're dead by then. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review as well and leave a comment if you want to be in next episode's little toast. Be sure to check out the video episodes at youtube.com slash chris and we will see you all very soon. (laughs) I don't know why I acted like that was Halloween. (laughs) This is Halloween. I don't know, girl. <laughs>